too early here 7 30 relatively you know it could be worse we were in california sure apologies to everyone on the west coast yeah but also like not sure you know you guys no apology i rescind it it's nice it's nice and warm there or at least not as icy as it is here so yeah you know, you know stick that in your pipe and smoke and it. and if you're up right now for the oscar nominations you're probably successful so or aspiring actors who are following your dreams. So yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, that's a good way to start. Uh, hello everyone. This is the 261st episode of What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make or the awards they're nominated for. Whoa. Where each week, and more specifically this week, we sit down and pour over this year's Oscar nominations and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large or just give our personal reactions. Uh, I'm your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Andrea Riseborough. So we're doing something different this year. We're due this year, this episode. Um, we're not talking about the box office. Mean Girls held on to the number one spot and dropped mediocre to bad. Probably closer to a fine to bad. Um, and ISS didn't make money. And there you go. But uh, instead, it's Oscar nomination Tuesday. So we've woken up at 7.30 to watch the Oscar nominations live, give our instant reaction, and then we'll have a whole day of work where Noah will be doing work and I will be doing work and reading about this and taking down statistics and uh, just kind of pouring over these. And then we'll be back after work to give a more in-depth reaction. Also tell you about how work went. To what's going on. Well, yeah, we'll tell you about how our work went. Um... And so here we go. We're going to start this. I paused it because we're a little late. Zazzy Beats and Jack Quaid are announcing. All right. They're fun. They have a good vibe. Starting with the, the president. Yeah, the president's here. Oh, I got tea on my stomach. I can't. Uh, and the captions don't do anything because it's a live event. These people had to be up at like 3 a.m. to do like makeup and yeah. make it, you know. I rolled out of bed to make tea. I feel like the Academy president doesn't reign very long. Well, it is a term-based thing. Bless you, I believe. Thank you. Is the term like seven months? No. 11,000. You know, they've taken steps the last few years, too expand uh, the voting uh, block. Sure. Get more diverse young people in there. Yeah, we still could get an all five uh, male directing lineup. Oh. 
Okay. I thought you could say 93%. By the way, if you're a voting member, vote every year or get the fuck out. Yeah. I've said this before. They should keep tally of who doesn't watch all the nominees. You have to prove that you did. And if you didn't, you uh, two years in a row, you rescinded your membership. And it's given to someone like me who can't prove that they do. Do you, and are you the hard line on all the nominees? <clears throat> yeah, that's what we do. I know. It's hard. Okay, they got time. He's a big bang bang guy. Comedy bang bang. Jeff okay. Played. Zazzy Beats doesn't seem that honored to be there. You one day dreamed of uh, announcing the nominees for the Oscars. It's a huge, huge goal. You would hold a, a, a book in your hand or a flashlight and not pretend it was a trophy, but a microphone. <laughs> but announcing the nominees. All right, here we go. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. So that sucks for the poor boys, babies. Sterling K. Brown, Robert De Niro, okay. Yeah, we all thought that was going to happen. Sure. We need right. the three R's. Where's the third R here? So is Charles Melton not in? He is not. Dominic. Oh, Ruffalo got in. All right. So we're not doing a holdovers uh, extravaganza. Dominic yeah. Sessa. That's a bummer. And no Charles Melton. Wasn't really expecting either of them at this point, but holding out hope, you know. Barbie. Costume design. Okay. I've right. seen all these. Why? Why Oppenheimer? High-waisted pants, man. Follow that guy on Twitter? Yeah. What a hat. <laughs> all right. Makeup, well, hairstyle. We, we gotta, watch Golda. Golda. gotta watch Golda. Gotta watch Golda. Got to watch Maestro, Maestro again. Maestro should win. Why? High-waisted pants. Why is Oppenheimer not impressed? I swear to God. Okay, so those are all what people thought. All right, fine. <clears throat> mm. So what's interesting here is we could get a Quaron double nomination. Okay. Alfonso Quaron Here in a live-action short film. Yeah. I guess people aren't watching this live with us. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay, so. <gasps> they didn't nominate that one, I think, right? No, I don't see Alfonso Cuaron's with, name on there. With the Cowboys. So that's nice. Why? I don't like the uh, the whole, like, real Hollywood names leading into the short film well, category. Sanders just got nominated. Yeah, I know, but they're also... Uh, right. Hugely disrespecting his feature-length movie sure. this year, so I'm making an exception. Animated short film. I don't know any of these. Oh boy, oh I boy. like Pachyderm. I'm excited for that one. A war is over about John and Le yeah. John Legend, John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Oh boy. All right, adapted screenplay. All right, this is big. This is big. Wow, okay, that's fine. That was expected. Does does Zone of Interest get in? Okay. Barbie, Oppenheimer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christy, Chrissy Nolan. Poor Things get it. Yep, Poor Things. And then it's got to be Killers, right? 
I would think. Or no, Killers Miss, they go alphabetical. Oh, yeah. They, <gasps> Killers wow. Miss. That's yeah. interesting. Listen, the Academy knows they have to pretend they like Martin Scorsese, but they just don't really. They Ooh. never have. <laughs> All right, sure. Let's go with Holdovers next. What do we say? I, I support it. Let's go Holdovers next. There it is. How about we do uh, Maestro is going to be next? All right, so they do like Maestro. Maestro so you, you got these mailed to you ahead of time? Yeah. May, December. Hey, give, me, give me some of Celine's song. I swear to God, if you go Saltburn here, I will kill you. Yes, All right. Past Lives. Yes, Celine song. Thank you. And May December gets a high-profile nomination. Probably uh, could get Supporting Actress also. Well, let's find let's out. Let's find here out. It comes. Here we go. Yeah, okay. She's an Oscar nominee finally, question mark? I think I don't think she's been nominated before. Okay, color okay. purple. Color purple, Danielle Brooks, nice. Whoa! Whoa, yeah. Greta, hold on to your hat here. We might be getting... Oh, Jody. wow, holy shit. Divine Brooks? Okay, great. Div- I mean, Divine Joy Randolph. So, Julianne Moore missed. Yeah. Rosamund Pike missed. Penelope Cruz missed. Okay. Sandra Huller's not getting in for Zone of Interest. So she's not getting a double nom. If she's nominated an actress, she won't get a double nom. All right. So we got Blanc got her first nomination. Nyad got in. That America Ferrera, they've been pushing her hard. She got the award at the Critics' Choice, as we saw. Yeah. Um, with uh, that uh, see, see Me, See You, See Moon Liu uh, award. Oh, um, right. Yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, she got to give a big speech, which is nice. And uh, it does, it bodes very well for uh, Greta and director. Okay, it yeah, that makes sense. shows across the board support here. Sure. It also got into costume and make... It did not get into makeup, right? I it was Golda. don't remember. Golda was first. Barbie would have been first. They do alphabetically. That's true. How many... Oh, my God. Diane Warren gets in again. How many Why? Barbie songs get in here? That's one. Do we uh, get Dance Tonight? I think Dance Tonight is yeah, the one that just, misses. I think we get two Barbie songs. Yeah, because Dance Tonight would have been first. Well, no, this is an alphabetical. Right? This is an alphabetical. Whoa, what the fuck? They don't nominate it. That's okay. All right. Killers of Flower Moon got in. Okay. Okay. Two Barbies. Two Barbies. Ryan's got to sing at the Oscars. They should open with that, don't you think? Uh, yeah, they should. I'm just Ken. Whoa. Original score, American fiction. Indiana Jones and the Dial of John Destiny. Williams. I. Mm. What if here I went dun 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 dun? dun ooh, that's good. <laughs> Poor things. Uh, okay, so Spider-Verse didn't get in. Spider-Verse had a good score. That's Dial of Destiny. What are you talking about? Uh, I got to listen to the Dial of Destiny soundtrack. Okay, sure. Documentary feature. Yeah. I don't know what these are. They don't even Nominees know. Nominees to yeah, be determined. Don't I don't know that I've ever seen that. Four Daughters. Does American Symphony not get in here? <gasps> Leave what? the tiger alone. God, that fucking <laughs> the that fucking documentary branch. Sorry, Barack. <laughs> oh, 
Wow. Maybe they put it here. Yeah, they they only watched half of it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> no, they were like, it's really good. Their Netflix cutout. Can't All right, a lot of blanks of blanks. Damn. Okay, that is what you are. Is that funny? I'm the island in between. Island in between. That uh, is what okay. we are. Got it. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Okay. All right. Love International it. feature. Love it. I don't know if that is. Barbie okay. also didn't get in for score, which is interesting. Perfect Days is cool. Hell yeah. Can this be available now? Can I watch Perfect Days? Because it's not available yet. No, you can't. Zone of interest has got to be last. Yeah. See if I. All right, let me go to that category. I want to see what missed there. No, no, no. I'm going to pause the show. Oh, God. We, we, we can pause it. We have the capability. <laughs> We're very powerful. Nice that this isn't being broadcast on, like, it is. ABC's I'm just watching website. It. it is. Yeah, no, oh, I know. Oh, on their website. Yeah, sure. It used to be, like, this is just on a website that okay. we have to... No taste of things. Teachers bad. Lounge got in, right? Yes. No All taste. Right. Of, oh, wow. Might have to jump on that. No taste of things. Uh, no fall in leaves. Yeah. All right. I really want to see both of those movies. Well, you can. It's I point, know. But eventually. No longer of interest. No longer a priority. Boy in the Heron. This is going to be easy. Boy in the Hair and Elemental, Spider-Man, uh, fucking... Uh, Nimona. 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 Oh, Robot Dreams got in. That's interesting. So what what missed? Because I... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles could have gotten okay. in. Robot Dreams. Probably should have. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Robot Dreams must be good. Um, Super Mario Brothers movie didn't get in. Chicken, okay. Chicken Run didn't get in. Okay. Wish. Oh. Wish. <laughs> All right. Production design Barbie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oppenheimer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Killers. Pulling, pulling in two noms. Good for them. What? Okay. I was going to say Napoleon for what? And I was like, I guess they were inside occasionally. Otherwise, it was just like battlefields. Yeah. I mean, you got to produce the battlefields. You got to produce it. All right, this is big. Now, let me explain why this is big for film editing. I'll do that later. Sure. Anatomy of a Fall. Film editing, by the way. Love to see it. What did I say? This is big. Oh. I thought I said editing. Bar- not Bar- Barbie didn't get in for editing. No, it did so not. So weird. Poor Things is having a huge showing. Especially with the Ruffalo inclusion. I don't... So, the big, the big thing for Barbie and Poor Things was wood... Your people thought your ghost was the most on the fringe, ah, uh-huh. for director, and so if he drops out, then uh, uh, if he if he drops out, then no, not part. Excuse me, no. excuse me, it's not part one anymore. Dead reckoning. It's just Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, not part one. They checked their DVD and it said part one. I guarantee you, they changed that by Oscar night. Paramount's calling yeah. in. Hey, thanks for the nomination. Stop nominating the creator. I fin- guess I don't have to watch it twice. Yeah, I'm going to finish my thoughts. So uh, people thought Yurgos and the best director lineup was the most vulnerable. Okay. Because they thought that the two sporterings weren't getting in and all this kind of stuff. Um, and that there might be a possibility of an all-male lineup. Yeah. So if it wasn't going to be an all-male lineup, people thought Yurgos was going to be the one to drop. 
So I see America Ferrera get nominated. I'm thinking Barbie's got huge support across the board. Greta might get in. Right. And now Poor Things is picking up all these nominations, including a supporting actor, which people were recently predicting wasn't going to happen for either of the actors. Right. And I'm like, well, then now Yurgos is definitely staying in. So now I'm like, well, is anyone else dropping out, or is it just the all-male five? Because Barbie's also missing miss editing and miss score. I don't know. Hey, Godzilla yeah. minus one got in. That's cool. The visual effects were pretty good. Sure. Guardians of the Galaxy. Part one. Nope, nope. Just, just, uh, just directly. Napoleon, what the fuck is going on? They really like Napoleon. That horse fucking blew up, bro. That was crazy. <laughs> I mean, listen. They it shot did. that horse in the chest with a cannon. That horse fucking exploded. All right, nice. Uh, we're on to cinematography. They've yeah, got so their uh, categories. foreign language nominee. Whoa, Maestro, Maestro. Got in. So okay. Barbie's not getting in here, and then Poor Things is going to be last. Poor Things. All right, so Saltburn's not getting in anywhere. We're just done. Okay, that's nice. It's comforting for yeah, me. So, yeah, here. What if it gets in for picture? It's everything but picture. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the Selma of our time. Yeah, figured. Okay, okay. all right. Bradley's in for actor. Domingo? for him. Okay, Coleman Domingo. Okay. Is it then Giamatti? I like Coleman Domingo. All right, so DiCaprio's out. No DiCaprio. Yeah. Killian Murphy? They don't like Martin Scorsese Je- movies. It's got to be Jeffrey Wright. No Andrew Scott? Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, it's a good lineup. They say though. that movie's good. My God, we're already at the top here. This is crazy. By the Weird way, murmurs in the look, crowd. It's great. Live audience is great. You gotta love the live. There audience. you go. And that Benning Nyad, yeah, our so weirdo. Both, both ladies in Nyad got nominated. Yeah. Okay, Gladstone got in, so that makes it a race. Yes, Anatomy of a Fall. Sandra Huller, give it to her. She deserves it. Okay, and then Robbie is last. Big E. Whoa! Whoa! What on earth? <laughs> wow. Sorry, Greta. Wow. Never mind. The woman who's the woman who's nominated for acting in Barbie is America Ferrera. Wow. Margot Robbie ends up goose egg for best actress. Ooh boy. Ooh, that dear. is that Ooh. is <laughs> what a mistake for Annette mm. Benning. Annette Benning. All right, I guess Hollywood <laughs> Holly, also Greta Lee missed. Natalie Portman missed. So I guess Greta's just not or I guess Barbie just wasn't that well liked by the Academy. Yeah, full of uh, full of parents. The Academy is. My, I'm, I wasn't wrong. Yeah, parents. Uh, My mom ooh. rewatched it to tell you this. She rewatched it like a month ago. Okay. And she was like, "It's great." I just, I think that like once the expectation of like it's going to be a fun spoof of Barbie. Sure. Settles in, you know. They're not poisoning our children. My mom never thought this, but I was talking <laughs> to some. I was talking to someone at at a, an event. About how it was poisoning the children. Yeah, they were like, I just don't think that feminism should be expressed as being man-hating. Mm-hmm. And I was like, very queer quickly went on, like, it's not, and here's why. <laughs> Barbie's just as much at fault. The entire ending is her apologizing to Ken for her actions. Like, literally, she goes like, I, I guess I was also wrong, and I, I helped make you like this, and I'm, I, let, me get, let me walk you through what I experienced in hopes that it helps you. You know, all that kind of shit. Yeah. But like, that's what I, I just, yeah. That's, I, I cannot believe wow. Margot Robbie missed. Wow. 
All right, well, she's definitely not getting in, Greta, for I wouldn't think director. so. I mean, she directed America Ferreira to that performance. And Ryan Gosling. You know, it got screenplay. It's getting picture. Uh-huh, the, sure. Picture's a straight 10. Yeah, there's 10 of them. That's fine. But it missed editing. It missed actress. It's going to miss director. I think that if we did five, it's not in. Although I wonder if they did five, they would put it in just for the box office point of it all. You know, now that they have 10, they're like, of course. Right. I don't know. Let's see. Directing. I don't Here we think go. so. All male lineup. Yes. Just. Justin Trier. Fuck you, all male directing lineup. Oh, give Anatomy of the Fall everything. Let's just have it sweep. That'd be crazy. That would be fun for also, nobody but you. Greta definitely missed. <laughs> yes. And this is Glazer. Yeah. Johnny Glaze. Wow. Two foreign language films. Get fucked. They like to do that now. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a big Academy thing. There used to be just one, you know. Julian Schnobel. Diving Bell and the Butterfly. Yeah. All right. Now we have a fall starting off. Oh, yeah, sure. That makes sense. Yeah, now that anatomy of a fall. Anatomy of a fall. Barbie's next. What if it misses? What happens? It's, I mean, it's not going to miss. Yeah. All right, I was fine. nervous, though. There's Margot Robbie's oh, nomination. Margot got, Margo got in there. Good for her. Uh, what is it? Holdovers. Killers is next. Killers is next. Uh, Maestro. Let's get Maestro out of here. It's Nyad. <laughs> I already got to watch Nyad. Uh, I'm trying to do alphabetical. It's going to be Oppenheimer lives? next. Past Oppenheimer. Lives? Oppenheimer. OP. Wait. P O comes before P? It does. Past Lives now? Yes, yeah, let's fucking go. Now, poor things. Past Lives got two nominations, baby. And, and then Zone of Interest. Zone of Interest. All right, all right, all right. I can't believe Past Lives gets only two in one of them's picture. It's better than... Jim uh, Wilson needed no help producing that movie. No. <laughs> Him and the guy that made The Holdovers... Wow, breaking news. The Academy Awards topped, tapped Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Kills the Flower Moon with multiple nominations each. Yeah, great. I just need to know how many. I don't care. No one's even tallied it yet, or at least CNN didn't. Well, everyone went into a coma after uh, Margot wasn't nominated. <laughs> wow. Who's tweeting about it? Anybody? I would think people are tweeting about Someone it. Someone said Oscar nominee, your boy, David Itzkoff, Oscar nominee, Paul Giamatti, and plus a bunch of fiction. He's been nominated before. Yeah, that's true. What the fuck? Is, come on. I, I, I think, I don't, I don't know that David Itzkoff is my boy. The Academy needs to stop snubbing Margot Robbie in acting categories. She should have been nominated for uh, Mary Queen of Scots. Uh-huh. Uh, she should have been nominated for supporting actress for The Wolf of Wall Street. I agree that she uh, has been in more movies than she was nominated for, but she was nominated for Best Actress for I, Tanya. Yeah. Almost uh, won that. 
She should have been nominated for Bombshell. The collective Harley Quinn Award. <laughs> yeah, that's the new Golden Globe category, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, they're replacing their uh, uh, achievement in box, box office. office and yeah, cinematic which is the, the Harley Quinn Award for box office and cinematic achievement that you didn't actually really get most Zone of the of time. Getting best sound is also interesting. Very excited to see the Zone of Interest when they finally uh, make it available for normal people. That'll be very, uh, very thoughtful of them. It it's in, it's over, it's over there. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's over there. It's in Evanston. It's, it's uh, been around. Um. All right. Well. Hey, listen. You gotta. Know when to hold them and when to fold them. Finally got his due. Spirited Away won. Yeah, I. Yeah, because that was a slow. And this isn't me saying that it shouldn't have, but you know, it 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 was in the Pixar's heyday. Was that two thousand two? Right. I'm gonna get. I think there were only three nominees. Uh, I think it was. Oh no, it was two thousand one. But yeah, there that definitely would have been the three nominee year. Oh, there was two thousand one. It did not win. I uh, let's see accolades. Were you looking at him? I'm no, look at I'm best, looking into. I'm gonna look at best animated feature. It did win best animated feature at the 75th Academy Awards. Uh, let's see, which was of course 2002. It defeated. Wait, Ice Age. Hang on, I got, I'm still. Uh, okay. Back short, foreign language. Okay, go. Ice, Ice Age. Age, yes. So it did come out in 2002. That's when Ice Age came out. Uh, yeah, it must have been 2001 in Japan. Yeah, because 2001 was Shrek, and that definitely won. Um, Lilo and Stitch? Correct. How many were there? Uh, oh, no, it actually, it was five. Uh, and, <sighs> like, there's an outside chance Spirit? you get one of these. And stallion I did, of the Sumer? Yeah, Stallion. Okay. Didn't think you would get that. Um, so now you got to get this other one. I gotta. If you got Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron, yeah. <laughs> if you missed Spirit, you get a little leeway. They start. They turned it into a uh, a television show. Spirit. I don't watch it, but I know they did. <coughs> I remember Spirit. I saw when I was eleven. I was like, this is a little boring. <laughs> oh. This it's a grand western for children about a horse. I was like, oh, it's a little boring. Sure. Um, especially coming after like. Shrek. It's just like, okay. <laughs> a grand western, whatever. Give me more Shrek. All right, so 2002. What is it like? Uh, Treasure Planet. Yep. Okay. See, I told you, you That's get Spirit. You got to get the movie. other one. It's my birthday movie, I think. Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet and Spirited Away. Uh, definitely better than all of the rest of those movies. Yeah, Lilo's good. Yeah, it is. Uh, Lilo, Lilo it's not Spirited Away. No, it's not. But the point is, he, he's on that as the winner, right? Yeah. Like him, uh, Miyazaki, yeah, got the trophy. I'm sure he did, yes. Yeah, so what, what people not doing research anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the Martin Scorsese gets recognized at the Academy Awards. Incredible. Are the, are the tweets coming out at 8 a.m. Central? They're by professional pundits. anymore. These are people who get paid for their opinions on the entertainment industry. Yeah. I Will Emma Stone get that coveted Oscar? <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Robert De Niro with his second nomination. <laughs> I don't know. He's been in a lot of Martin Scorsese movies, and they After, don't like those. Oh, if only I could think of the name of the boxing movie. Match Day. No. Raging Grudge Bull? Grudge Match. No, Grudge Match with him and <laughs> okay. Stallone and Kevin Hart. <laughs> you say Robert De Niro. If only I could think of the name of the boxing movie. <laughs> yeah, but the joke was that it was for something you wouldn't sure. be nominated for. Uh, whereas he, I think he won for Raging Bull? No. I, I he, he won supporting for Godfather. I think he did win for Aging Bull. He should have. He was very good. All right. Let's get out of here and scroll Twitter for uh, 10 hours. Okay, we'll see you all reconvene. Here we are, a mere uh, 12, 11 hours, 13 hours later. Yeah, it's uh, 13 hours from go time. Mm-hmm. We've had a whole day to sink in. Didn't we say that you were going to do a good recap of work? Uh, I, th- I think we just said we would say how work went. Uh, it went fine. I don't. I don't need to like get into a whole discussion of work. Uh, but yeah, it was. It was good. Uh, it ran a little late. Took a late lunch. You saw. I saw you coming back from lunch. No, you saw me going to lunch. Going you were coming back from lunch. A normal time lunch. Yes. Well. Yeah. I guess I do have the latest lunch. Sure, a scheduled lunch. Scheduled lunch. I, but yeah, I think the uh, I think the people are probably uh, probably content with that. I don't know. Did you have anything uh, notable? Any nope. exciting tales? Exciting tales. Um, no, no weird customers. All right. Uh, all right, everyone. Hey, listen. Welcome back. I'm assuming by now you have the list in front of you. Uh, uh, yeah, I have the uh, the nominees up. Listener, I'm glad you do too. Um, let's start from the bottom to the top. We'll go over some notes that I have at the end. Uh, visual effects: The Creator, Godzilla minus one, Guardians of the Galaxy three, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, and Napoleon. Mission Impossible: Its first franchise nomination. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Seems weird that it took so long. Yeah. They've been doing visual effects for a while. Yeah. Uh, and just have been good for a while, but sure, whatever. Good for them. A big train in this one, I guess, is the big yeah. selling point here. Uh, Napoleon's still weird to me, and the creator showed up in sound also, which makes me think that it might win this category. Um, do you have an initial pick here? Um, on what you do for... I mean... We, 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 we haven't seen the creator yet. We have not seen the creator uh, it's far and away Godzilla. Far and away Godzilla. Yeah. We'd love to see it. This is like I think we we talked about this a bit the other day, but I I do think that quality of movie has to be represented in your pick somewhat. Okay. And like uh, Mission Impossible was fine, uh, a little disappointing. Guardians was good. Napoleon I liked. Uh, Creator I don't expect to like, but like these these movies are all topping out at. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, good. Uh, I thought Godzilla was just outstanding and also looked fucking bomb. Okay. Uh, did you see the video of the uh, animators, uh, the visual effects people seeing the... I did, yeah. They're, they're, they're cheering. That was, yeah, that was really good. Uh, my pick would be Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, uh, song, original song. The Fighter Inside from Flamin' Hot. I'm Just Ken from Barbie. Never Went Away from American Symphony. Uh, 
Waza Z, Waza Z, a song for my people, Kills the Far Moon. And what was I made for? Barbie. Um, I listened to, I, I listened to everything but the Flaming Hot song prior. Okay. Um, what gets your vote here? You haven't listened to, uh, I'm guessing, the Kills of the Far Moon one or Flaming Hot. So right. I've, I've only, Barbie yeah, I've only seen Barb, the seen Barbie and heard the Barbie songs here. Uh, this. I'm just Candace, you know, really like what was I made for. No, I I don't really like what was I made for. Uh, I think I'm just Ken was by a, a wide margin just like more important to the movie, oh, more representative well, right, of what was sure. good about the movie. It's a great scene, one of the uh, scenes. And it's not the best scene. Yeah, like that's just that's a a music moment moment in movies this year. If it had been I'm just Ken and like the Dua Lipa song, that's maybe right. maybe there's a conversation to be had. I, but yeah, it's it's Ken for me. I know you're a bigger fan of the Billie Eilish song, though. I'm just Ken is my pick, though. Okay. Um. Alrighty. Uh. Original score: American Fiction, Indiana Jones, The Dawn of Destiny, Kills of Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. I have a playlist of. Oscar stuff. I'll look through the Oppenheimer one and send it to you so you can get the, the gist of these. Because, again, just seeing the movie doesn't mean that you've heard the score. Sure. To give an evaluation. So it's part of watching all the nominees. What, uh, what is your pick, though, looking at this list? Um, from memory, my pick here is probably Killers. Okay. Uh, I also do want to take a moment to talk about the Dial of Destiny nomination because I think it's just insane it's insane what they've done i uh, there's there's no way that these serious people sat down and were like this the new music that john williams composed for indiana jones 5 is among the greatest things done this year like john i'm i it's quite good john williams immensely talented he has 100 trillion oscar nominations and they're well deserved but like, come on, you know, you want to sit here and tell me like, oh, these these scores aren't they don't qualify because right. they sample Mahler and they are derivative of this idea and this previous work. Like all these motherfuckers sat down and they heard that and they liked when it went do 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 and they fucking checked it. I guarantee you. Um, I only had two crossovers with my personal predictions, uh, and that was Killers and. Four things. Okay. So I would also give it to Killers. My other, uh, my remaining uh, score nominations I would pick would be Monster, Past Lives, which is a very subtle theme, and uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which I do think was snubbed. I think the other ones didn't have a chance, but Across Spider-Verse. Yeah, Spider-Verse should, should have been like right on the edge of contention for a lot of these, and didn't didn't work out for them. Yeah, I agree. I have it in a lot more places than these guys do. Um. I listened to The Dial of Destiny and American Fiction today. Uh-huh. Those are the two on your end. I listened to, and uh, they're both fine. Good. Yeah. It's fun listening to an Indiana Jones score. I don't, um, I, don't really... I rank it five out of these, but it's still like, yeah, that was fun. My memory of the American Fiction score, which I don't have a strong one because it wasn't like a big part of the movie, uh-huh. uh, it was, it's just like, it's kind of like light. It's good. A little jazzy, I think. It's jazzy. It's jazzy. Yeah, like I don't know. What is? It's it's weird. It's a weird category. 
You don't like jazz? I like jazz fine. I just, I don't, this was not, it wasn't interesting, as I recall. Something like this. Okay. Or like, like this. Yeah, these, these, these are all, these are all fine pieces of music to be the background of a movie, but like. It reminded me a lot of Sideways with Billy Harry, and so did the score in The Holdovers. Okay. Um, for obvious reasons in that one. Best sound, we had, uh, of course, combined the sound categories. The Creator, Maestro, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Oppenheimer, and The Zone of Interest. We have not seen The Zone of Interest yet. Uh, what do you have here? Although I do see, uh, the Maestro one is, is nice, because especially during the big scene, yeah, it's so overpowering um, that I was like, they did a really good job of blending it for like, this is what you're hearing in the scene, and also that we're just blasting this on the soundtrack outside of the in-world uh, music, and uh, I really enjoyed that aspect of it, but what was your pick here? I, my pick here, I think I, I think I would go Oppenheimer here. Uh, I would as well, it's the only one I'm giving Oppenheimer, but yeah, yeah uh, that does not surprise me, especially given that they declined to nominate them for visual effects. Mm-hmm. I, which I still haven't quite gotten over. I, yeah, they, this is this is a makeup award, plus deserved on its own, but that's fine. Speaking of makeup, best makeup and hairstyling: Golda, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and Society of the Snow. We've yet to see Golda or Society of the Snow. What would get your vote here, just briefly? Um, of these, I guess I go Poor Things. I go Poor Things as well. How boring is the uh, Golda pick? I I presumably pretty boring. I I I don't understand why the sort of random outsized that's, picks. That's her Golda. Okay. That's how yeah, she looks like. There's 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 clearly a large group of people in this world who are interested when an actor looks like a person. Yeah. I I, I don't get it. It's kind of. It, it couldn't mean less to me anymore. Uh, but yeah, they, they never, there's never a pick where they're like, ah, oh, you know, we've decided to just take one movie that no one was really expecting and cram it in there, and it's the Iron Claw! Right. Surprise! We nominated the Iron Claw for something. Uh, I mean, that would have been good for makeup and hairstyling, but just like in any of these categories, so I was like, oh yeah, we, we picked up Golda and, and crammed it into the Oscar noms. I, yeah, we picked this already. Poor things. Yeah, poor things. All right, next. Uh, production design. Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Now, I don't get the love for Oppenheimer here or Napoleon, really. I feel like they were on battlefields in Napoleon and also just in old buildings in France, and, like, that's cool. Someone had to sort those and make it look good, I agree. But I feel like there were a lot of really interesting production design work this year that is getting overlooked. Uh, for instance, what about Asteroid City, as we mentioned? The Holdovers is a really understated one, especially with the whole town, right? You got you have the school, you have the hospital, you have the house they go to, you have the street. Everything has to look exactly a certain way. I also think that something like Skin and Marine could easily slide in here. I, we're talking about how good uh, a production look. I mean, I just, you know. I completely agree. I do I do want to ask you, like, how do you how do you differentiate between uh, the the holdovers and Napoleon? 
in that one is one is like specifically sourced and set to a certain time and the other is just kind of like in buildings. See, I, I never knew what, first of all, the building is is almost another character in that movie, right? They can't use the floors, the squeak of the old wood, the, the slamming of the doors in empty hallways. Like, that has to look very period accurate um, and also fit the, the character and style of the film. I also think that there were times in a point where I didn't know where they were. Like, when he's coming back from France and he's like, you're my soldiers, right? I was uh-huh. like, I don't know where you're heading into in relation to where you were before. Is that the building you like? I just there are moments where I'm just like he's in an old place, right? He's in France. He's going here. He's there's a lot of tents on the battlefield. I felt completely a part of the community of. I mean, just think of the fucking bookstore thing and then the snow and the alleyway. Yeah. It's just it's inspired and it adds to the charm of the film. I I don't I don't say this to knock down holdovers, which I also think would be a great choice. Uh, I was I was more compelled by the production design of Napoleon uh, than you. I think specifically the like the recreation of those battlefields mm-hmm. felt uh, it felt just very purposeful and well done. Uh, for me, more like I would I would cape for Oppenheimer more than Napoleon if I had to stand up for one of them. Like they got to... You tell you talk about a whole community that you had to feel a part of, like they built that bomb town. But the bomb town looks like a movie set. And I think it looks like what the bomb town looked like. Right. Uh, it's a that that did not feel like it was just repurposed movie set to me. That felt like a a specific and and well crafted thing and point in time. I don't think either gets my pick here though i i don't know this is just first reaction yeah we'll give them more what we want to win right before the award yeah i mean i I guess my first reaction is barbie it's like don't 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 overthink it no barbie yeah when you know it's not even like to me like the the car and the house and the slide like it was when ken gets hurt and they push the button on the ambulance and it opens up, and yeah. I was like, oh, see, that's a toy that I'm seeing in, in live-action life-size. Sure. That's wild. Like, you know, everything else is like, oh, yeah, it's a little car. Like, But I'm not looking at that going like, oh, yeah, but I can picture that whole thing when that opens up and the noise it makes. I was like, that is a toy. That is crazy. And everything, I mean, I just I'm not saying everything else wasn't impressive, but like, even, like, the gold sand that, like, isn't sand, like, it's just all great. Um, all right, costume design: Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Uh, first reaction here. Um, my first reaction here. These are these are always the categories where I'm like, yeah, okay, they. Those that's those were the French Army uniforms, like. Yeah. Those are those, those are high waisted pants. That was his hat. Yeah. <laughs> You sure had that hat? And like I, I will say like it was it was a distinctive scene. There were no costumes. Yeah. It was a distinctive enough suit that he was wearing yeah. that I like I remember what he looked like and what clothes he was wearing. So I, I will give it that. I don't know that that's like Oscar nomination. I, I remember Napoleon's hat. Sure. Um, here I will go with the other one I was considering for. Uh, uh, production design and go killers. See, this is a three-way 
horse race for me. And like Killers is so good. Uh-huh. And Barbie is so good. Like they had to recreate those costumes. They had to like go like, okay, this is made for a doll. How can this actually be fit fit on a human and made to look like it's a real piece of clothing? All very impressive. I do have to go with fourth ones though. Okay. The imagination, the the the, the starkness, it never felt out of place, it never felt like it was one upping the production. It all felt exactly necessary to this heightened world, and I was just like, yeah, that, that, that works. Yeah, I, I, I did find a lot of the aspects of poor things, like, pretty showy, huh. uh, in, in the same way that, like, I, I remember looking at, and I, I can't speak to this because I have not seen the movie, but, like, watching the trailer for Saltburn uh, oh, after a while. Uh, yeah, we could just do that. I uh, and like everyone, everyone commenting on the trailer, like, oh wow, look at look at these beautiful shots. Yeah. Uh, it's like incredibly well composed. That like, to me, just going by the trailer, ended up just feeling a lot more showy. Like, I'm going to stage a man in front of a window, and we're gonna cram it with it smoke. So and like, good. there's a, to me, I, there's a there's a fine line yeah. in movies that are very showy in their cinematography. Like I think, I think back to Moonlight for instance, which is a movie that is crammed full of beautiful composed frames, but in a way that like works and the trailer for Saltburn to me does not. Uh, And I felt a little bit that way about some of the design aspects of poor things where it's like, yeah, what if, what if that dress had bigger shoulder pads? That would be kooky. It was. Yeah. Film editing. This is usually a pre. This used to when we had a five nomination best picture field. This would um, usually match up with best picture. And so some take it now that we've expanded the best picture lineup as a this is for sure worth the nominated. So the nominees are Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. And I think that's correct. I'd probably swap out uh, Anatomy with Barbie here. And I think we would have the five, and I think that Barbie is the fifth, if not the holdovers. See, I, I, I don't know the way the, the way the rest of these nominations shook out. Like I, I get, I would guess that Barbie would have fallen out of the five. I think Anatomy of a Fall had uh, more broad support in what it yeah. uh, what it got picked for. It, it might have, but it could have just been that European director slot that they fill. You know. And, like, Holders getting in there is cool, but, like, it might win screenplay. Holdovers is is coming in with no director, nothing else below the line, no supporting actor, but it could walk away with two acting trophies. But yeah. Um, what gets your pick here? This is uh, this is really tough. I think it, for me, is... I really like the Holdovers pick, though. It's number three on my list here, but I think it's a really nice selection. Yeah, I mean, the... The four that aren't poor things here, I think, are all, like, particularly great choices for editing. I, I think, you know, the the uh, the things that recommend Killers and Oppenheimer are obvious in that they are incredibly long movies, and if you come out of them feeling that, like, oh, those, those just kind of flew by, as I did for both, I know mileage may vary on some, I... That I mean, that's all. That is all in the editing. I think. I think I again go killers here. Uh, but like, I, I think that Oppenheimer both paced really well. Anatomy of a Fall is like a lot of very distinct sections. 
that uh, that work and like a couple of a couple of like flashy editing choices where it's like oh look at that cut uh that are that are really nice uh what are you thinking uh anatomy of fall is my pick okay killer's the second um but yeah anatomy of fall i think is just uh so tense and i think that she does a beautiful job of i'm the director i don't know who that is but a beautiful job of weaving the especially the the, the big scene everyone loves the um the fight, the, the recorded fight, scene. yeah. To, to, to choose when to cut to the audience again. Like, they, they cut, I was just watching the scene today on Twitter, they cut after her big thing yeah. to the crowd, the, the jury, the people of her, not the jury, but the audience in the courtroom. Right. And all you hear is him go, you're a monster. And he says, you know, your son calls you monster. He uses that word and then it cuts to the son in the crowd. We're just... We see that whole thing, and we sympathize with her. I think we sympathize with her when we're seeing it, that the, the argument happened. Yeah. But then we cut to it, and we cut to her. It finishes with her yelling at him, and then there's a silence. And so we see the end of it with her yelling at him, and it sounds cold, and then he just goes, you're a monster. And you realize, oh, from the perspective of the audience who cannot see this happen, this seems like she's attacking him. And it's so good. <laughs> It's so good. It's really, it's really good. I completely agree. All right. Cinematography, El Conde, uh, which, by the way, is a Pablo Lorraine movie. Okay, cool. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Four Things. This is, uh, we've not seen El Conde. Um, what gets your pick here? Um, this, I mean, I, I don't like that so many of my choices are just come down to like, oh, it's Killers or Oppenheimer. Uh, I, I did not like Maestro nor Poor Things, uh, so those aren't considerations for me and uh, have not seen El Conde, though I have heard since the nominations were announced that everyone's like, holy shit, great pick. I so, have people, I have Poor Things 4, okay. Oppenheimer 3, Maestro 2, and Killers 1, and I got two words for Three, three words for you. People on that fire, maybe. Yeah, yeah. The Come on. the 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 fire the fire scene is the uh, fire yeah. shot is an all timer. Is incredible. The shot I, you look at and you go, how come no one's done this yet? We've had a hundred years of film. No one's thought to do this. Yeah, I I do think I'm that. I'm sure someone has. There is a. Uh, there's a lot going on in the way that Oppenheimer shoots its landscapes. I remember, uh, I remember you and Joe coming out of it and being like uh, fairly unimpressed by the choice to have it in IMAX, uh, which for me actually worked really well. And I think the the way it looks has a lot to do with that. But I do go Killers here. That Killers just one of those movies that to me is like bordering on being a masterpiece and just kind of makes me mad that the academy's like yeah 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 yeah. like your your movie's great that's fine we we don't care Um, they don't care by the way just anyone listening they don't care at all the animated shorts uh not even that wish one once upon a studio Uh uh-huh like the big legacy of disney with all the different characters nope uh live action short was a thing we don't we care about these things i mean we care about them we'll see in movies but i have no commentary on these so far uh, documentary film. Okay, documentary feature Bobby Wine, The People's President, The Eternal Memory, Four Daughters to Kill a Tiger, and 20 Days in Marathon. Alright. Uh, we haven't seen any of them, but we will. I understand that uh, The Eternal Memory is about like someone's spouse dying of Alzheimer's or yes. something. Uh, it just so, really 
really looking forward to the day a documentarian has like here's a joke and and shares it with the world i don't know man this I is mean, bobby wine the people's president is about uh the presidential campaign of popular ugandan singer bobby wine against longtime ruling regime leader uh yuri musveni and I that could be that could that's a good feel. Was a pop star wins against this douchebag or something? I don't know. Sure, I expect the longtime Ugandan regime has some has some skeletons in its closet, but uh, yeah, I don't know. The I'm sure I'm sure several of these are quite good. Usually, after two daughters of a Tunisian mother disappeared, the filmmakers invites professional actresses to compensate. Olfa is the mother of four daughters in Tunisia. Uh-huh. One day, her two older daughters disappear. To fill the void left, film director, oof, sorry, invites uh, professional actresses to bring the viewer closer to the life stories of Olfa and her daughters. The film makes a documentary fiction. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. Once 20 Days in Maripol. This is the film documents 20 Days uh, Chernoff spent with his colleagues during the Battle of Maripol in 2022. As the Russian invasion begins, the team of Ukrainian journalists become trapped in the besieged city and trouble the beginning of their work documenting the war. And finally, to kill a tiger, hold on to your hat. The film centers on a family in uh, uh, Jharkhand, India, I hope I'm pronouncing right, who are campaigning for justice after their teenage daughter was brutally raped. Feel good stories all around. Just like one joke. Tell one documentary and one joke. Yeah, sure. Was that not me? I, I, <laughs> man. We haven't seen those. Uh, best international feature. Uh, Yo Capitano from Italy. Perfect Days from Japan. Society of the Snow from Spain. The Teachers Lounge from Germany. And the Zone of Interest from the United Kingdom. Um... Should be a good mix here. John A. Boyne, I just want to point out, directed uh, The Impossible, A Monster Calls, and Jurassic uh, World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, uh, weird guy he is. Uh, I've seen it pointed out how strange this category is this year. Yeah. Uh, Perfect Days, the Japanese submission, uh, directed Not by wrong. a German yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zone of Interest, the United Kingdom submission, uh, directed by, or it's like a German movie. Right, directed by a but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Society of the Snow, made by uh, Jurassic Park Man. Yeah, uh, Spanish, though. Yeah, no, I know. That, was, that wasn't that was about where it's from. It's just just sure. weird. Sure. <laughs> the Japanese movie is made uh, by Vin Benders. We haven't seen any of these yet, but we will. Anime feature The Boy, The Heron, Eternal, uh, sorry, Elemental, uh, Nimona, Robot Dreams, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, please make uh, Robot Dreams available, please. Um, we'll be able to find it. First thoughts here. Um, I've heard Nimona is quite good, so I okay. look forward to checking that out. I, no thoughts on Robot Dreams. I heard of that this morning. I, Elemental was fine. Yeah, I it, was, uh, it, was, it was a fine time. I yeah. uh, this uh, this for me is I'm, I think pretty much for everyone between two movies uh, and I go Boy and the Heron. I go Spider. I uh, yeah, but but it's close. It is it is it is close it's for sure. Spider Verse was excellent. Both masterpieces of animation. All right.
Adapted screenplay. Here we go. The big stuff. Who do you think you are? Uh, American Fiction. Core Jefferson. Uh, based on the book Erasure. Barbie. Gregory Noel Baumbach. Based on characters. Oppenheimer. Christopher Nolan. Based on the biography of American Prometheus. Poor Things. Tony McNamara. The McNamara. Based on the book Poor Things. And The Zone of Interest. Jonathan Glazer. Based on the book The Zone of Interest. All right. Uh, recent Barbie was campaigning in original all this time, and then like last month they flipped over to uh, the Academy made them flip over to adapted. Yet they got it anyway. What are you picking for adapted? This is a good good category. I this is a good category. Well, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's this I'm uh, expecting the loves on the metro. I I, can't wait. I agree. I uh, yeah, I, I am just kind of going into it baking in like, all right, zone of interest is at least really good. Yeah. Uh, so that's fine. This uh, this to me is a clear Oppenheimer win. Whoa! Uh, I think it is a this this is this is some personal bias bleeding in, but like I I give extra points for a movie that is able to make uh, a biopic that is uh, consistently interesting and doesn't fall into a lot of the usual biopic trappings that make oh. me very mad. I. Uh, but yeah, I mean this is a. Yeah, I don't know. I, just, I thought I thought it was a really really great script for a really good movie. I I think there are there are things about both uh, both Barbie and American Fiction that I think leave me a little wanting, uh, and I think Poor Things was not good. So barring Zone of Interest, yeah, this is uh, this is Oppenheimer. Number four, Poor walking things. away. Number three, Oppenheimer. Number two, American Fiction. Number one, Barbie. What Greta and Noah did uh, with a property, not even with a property like that, but making a, an accessible comedy with so many diverse themes and different uh, messages and motivations is pretty remarkable. Like the film's not just about female empowerment, it is, but it's also about the role that. Uh, women play in the patriarchy. It's about the role that society plays in the uh, shaping of young men into the status. It's about the structure set up for young men. Like I just, I, I really walked away from that going, wow, it is super easy for uh, young boys to just go, oh yeah, I get everything. Everything's mine. And that's a huge problem. And like that's not even the main point of the movie, but it was, it was orchestrated and demonstrated so uh, clearly and uh, confidently and it was just it was pretty remarkable. And it's also just a beautiful story about someone choosing uh, life and uh, having a choice and um, choosing to be a part of the world trying to make it better. Uh, yeah, I think those are all, uh, all very well made points. I would not be mad at that pick at all. I do want to take this time to point out what I think is probably my biggest snub of the whole thing. Ooh, interesting. Let me see if I can guess. Uh, let me go to mine. Okay. Do I have anything that you would like here? No. Oh, is it Killers? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have Killers on my list. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, this is, this is to me the, the biggest snub of something that could have happened. Oh, I see. Like, I'm not, uh, I'm not mad that Zac Efron didn't get nominated. I'm just disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, that wasn't on the table. But, like, you're... 
this this is the kind of thing when I'm like I I look at it and I'm like they don't actually they don't actually care about Scorsese they don't care about killers like they're not on board. Sure. I they they look at poor things as what like a zany masterpiece is instead of the actual one which makes them sad and shy away. Um. Yeah, my own adapted screenplay is Killers Far Moon, Spider Verse. Okay. American Fiction, Barbie, and Are You There Guys to Be Margaret? Um, Strong category. But, uh, yeah. Wouldn't it have been cool if they nominated Are You There Guys to Be Margaret for something? Come on, Richie McAdams is sitting right there. She's sitting right there. Anyway, on to maybe one of the stronger categories here original screenplay. Yeah. As it usually is, the strongest category. Uh, you got Anatomy of Fall, Justine Tree, and Arthur Harari. The Holdovers, David Hemmingson, Maestro, Bradley Cooper, Josh Singer, uh, May December, Sammy Birch, and Past Lives, Celine Song. Truly a stunning four. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I do want to suggest to the Academy, there's been a... There's been a lot of talk, especially with the Barbie, uh, the Barbie change about like what what is an adapted screenplay and an original screenplay. Uh, Barbie is an adapted screenplay because it is uh, so rooted in our pre-existing cultural understanding sure. of who Barbie and Ken are and who they are to each other and who they are to us. And I'm fine with that. I've decided, uh, but. I also think that maybe a biopic should just be an adapted screenplay. Yeah, if, if, if it's going to say on there, right, Barbie, based on characters, yeah, then Maestro should be based on man. Yeah, based I, on Leonard Bernstein. I think that's and like if you if you do a May December where like it's inspired by real things and sure. draws heavily from that, but like that's not what it's about. It is. Right. It is a an inspiration Mary, of that. Mary, Mary Kay Letourneau. Right. Yeah. It's not a. It's not the story of Mary Kay Letourneau. We're it's a. It's a different thing. I. Uh, yeah. I think that that seems fair to me. Uh, get Maestro the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Um. Unbelievable. You know what? Last year had a great. I'm looking at the original screenplay. Last year had a five for five. Everything, everywhere, Banshees, Hillman's Tar, Triangle, Sadness. Yeah, that's. Five for five. No Maestros there. The year before that was tough. Year before that, Mother's May Mary. Uh, year before that, Parasite, Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time. Okay. Good list. Year before that. I, so. I, I, I don't know about 1917. That's screenplay? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Screenplay is like the weakest part That's of That's what movie. I'm saying. Like, I, sure. not, not that I don't know about 1917 as a movie. I don't I don't really remember. I remember well, it being a pretty thrilling that, experience. My favorite first performed in Roma. Yeah. Great. And Vice and the Winter Green Book. Bad. Worse. Not. And the year before that is, is I think, the all-timer. Okay. Get Out, The Big Sick, Lady Bird, Shape of Water, Tree Billboards. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, those are those are great movies. But we have a strong four here. I mean, The Holdovers, May, December, um, uh, Past Lives, and what's the other, uh, Anatomy of the Fall. Fall. Just incredible works of screaming. And if Anatomy of a Fall wins, I'll be thrilled. If any of them might, I'll be thrilled. What's your initial pick here? Um, 
my initial thought here is the movie that in a lot of ways is the simplest, which uh -huh. I, I, I tend to kind of shy away from, but I think it's the holdovers for so me. Charming. So charming. Uh, mine is uh, Passengers. Uh, supporting actress. All right, here we go. Uh, Emily Blunt, Oppenheimer, finally an Oscar on me. Danielle Brooks, The Color Purple, American Fur, Barbie, Jodie Foster, Naya, Divine Joy Randolph, The Holdovers. Uh, we haven't seen Color Purple or Nyad yet, but like I think the blunt one's just boring. I love Emily Blunt. Sure. There's nothing that the only thing I remember her doing is pointing at him going like, "You feel bad. You don't feel bad." That's just like it's just another like oh like tortured genius wife who cheated on a role. I just don't see anything here. Um, Ferrer's got that good I... monologue. But it's divine it's for me. There's no question. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not really a not really a conversation. I have, I have sat on the America Ferrera nomination yeah. for today. I, I've come. I've, yeah, I've come away not liking it. I uh, and I think partially because like I, I feel the same about America as you do about Emily Blunt. I'm like it's a, she does fine work in that role. But she is not contributing to what makes Barbie strong. That's I fair. think That's fair. Uh, there's been a lot of discourse about her monologue, and I, that even that like that is not Barbie's strength to me. Barbie's strength is in, believe it or not, Margot Robbie. Uh, I don't some so. <laughs> some opinions may vary. Uh, Barbie's strength was in its comedy, uh, and. The Academy clearly disagrees, and this fits right in with their... They don't like comedies, and well, they have... I, I mean, we can... There are counterexamples, but are you going to argue that the Academy likes comedies? I would argue that they, they nominated like three or four movies that could be considered comedies for Best Fiction this year, which is cool. Okay, sure. Uh, but the things they're going to award Barbie for... I uh, they're they're gonna give it the sad song. I mean, Gosling's a full comedic performance. Sure, I I don't think they really had a choice. I think <laughs> they 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 tried so hard not to nominate him. No, I mean, like if if Gosling had been like the fourth or fifth running right. supporting actor instead of like consensus second, third at worst, I and I think now just second, I I think they'd have been much more interested in leaving him off. Well, I also think that the uh, uh, it's it's easier to support to nominate comedic performances and support actors. That's true too. You know, Gosling, Downey Jr., Tropic Thunder, Melissa McCarthy, Bridesmaids. It's easier to do. Yeah, but the the Academy was impressed by Barbie's uh, sad introspective song sure. and by America Ferrera giving the serious monologue about what womanhood means. And that those things just to me are not why Barbie is good, sure. but they they are why they think Barbie is good. They are for them a life raft of like, oh, thank God, uh, the movie is now dramatic. Do you, do, you, do you fall into the category of people who don't like who find the monologue off-putting or something? Um, I as as is so ever the case like i find that a lot of the people who are like that monologue is bad yeah. 
are not the kind of actors that I want to be lumping myself in with. Uh-huh. I think that uh, I think a big part of what Barbie was made as was sort of a what was I made <laughs> yeah, exactly a very uh, broadly accessible uh, understanding of like feminine feminism ideas I uh, and in that sense like I, I take I take no issue with the monologue it is all very true it is well delivered I think it's a little uh, it is a little too like now the movie stops and we we center on this character giving their speech but like I I don't take issue with it. Right. But I also don't view it as like say overly good. Okay, gotcha. Well, let, 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 let me make a I, pitch for it being good. Okay. And just yes or no if you agree. Yeah. It is uh, the point of the movie where this woman who obviously feels all these things never been able to articulate it. Right? She's playing with dolls again. She's drawing cellulite Barbie. She's going through a crisis. She goes into this fantasy land. Nothing makes sense in her life anymore. And she suddenly has a breakdown. And it's it's the equivalent to the floodgates being released to someone crying, right? Yeah. It's like Diane Keaton in Something's Gotta Give. Where she can't cry, and then she cries for like four days. It comes pouring out. It, it, she's not able to stop it. She just keeps thinking of new things that she has on her mind. It needs to get off her chest. And in that sense, it works really well for me in the sense that this is a woman who has everything bottled up and is finally able to release it. It works as and so in that case, in that regard, it works as uh, a moment of character for her, a moment of development for the character, and then it also uh, fills. It also works as a plot device because it's then what helps get gets the Barbies unplugged. So Greta and Noah were able to have this big moment and not make it like at the end of a big ceremony, and then the dean decides to let the sor- the sorority stay. You know, it's not like that. Sure. It propels. Uh, the actions of the characters into the third act, it doesn't end the plot, it it um, advances the plot and also helps with the character development, I think, pretty well. Yeah, I, I think that's all true. I don't I don't think it's bad. I am certainly not one of those people that's like, actually, this scene sucks. Right. Uh, I think it is uh, it is a little it is a little thin. Uh, and it like it works. It works in the movie and that's that's all. That's all good. And I think it is purposefully a little thin. Yeah. It's not. Tr- it's not trying to be like the current treatise on where feminism right. stands. Right. This is, this is a woman who wrote a thesis. Yeah, but like. It. Yeah. As as we as we are sitting here talking about contenders for best uh, best screenplay of the year, best uh, performances of the year, yeah, sure. it does not factor into those for me. Whereas like I've been thinking a lot today about. Greta Gerwig's Little Women, and a uh, a similar speech that uh, that Joe gives near yeah, the end sure. of that, where she she's talking about how how badly she wants to be independent and self sufficient right. and respected, and like she wants to buck all of the misogyny that she is surrounded by, but then she kept up saying that I'm so lonely, yeah. and and that is first of all just beautiful performance. From Sertia, incredible stuff. I, uh, but also it's like that, like that's compelling, that's dynamic, that has that has contrasts and like crevices in it and conflicting ideas, uh, and that is that is the kind of thing that like really gets 
really gets me interested in someone giving like a big speech. Right. Uh, so in in that sense, like it doesn't it doesn't rise up to a uh, great great speech, great moments of the year. But like I I don't object to it. I object to the nomination. Would you prefer uh, a category that has uh, Penelope Cruz, Lily Gladstone, Rachel McAdams, Julianne Moore, and Divine Joy Randolph? Uh, yes, I certainly would. Because Penelope Cruz is great. I think I think I personally have settled on Lilia's lead. lead. I think that is uh, like I get it. It could go either way. I to me, lead is like a little bit more than defensible. I think it's I. Uh, it's kind of right, but I also don't totally reject the idea of her supporting. Best Supporting Actor, Sterling K. Brown, American Fiction, Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr., Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling, Barbie, and Mark Ruffalo, Poor Things. So Ruffalo gets in. Uh, who gets your pick here? I... Good category. Regardless of Charles Melton and... So yeah, the lack of Charles, the lack of Charles Melton is tough. I, I have some other people that I wouldn't have chosen on my list, but it's a good category. This, this to me is very close between Downey and Gosling. Mm-hmm. Uh, De Niro is just just outside of that, and then Sterling, and then Ruffalo. De Niro is the kind of thing where I think that once he dies and we go to our show, we're gonna die. We should have been paying more attention to this performance. Yeah, I know. I, I, that's I, that's that's completely right. I think it's. But he's not in my five. No, Ro- Robert De Niro to me is one of those actors that at this point is so easy to take for granted. Oh yeah. Uh, because he has given excellent performances in like similarly pitched Martin Scorsese movies many many times. Like Fifty years. Yeah. Uh, but that that doesn't make it any less great. I. Uh, so yeah, I, I completely agree that this is a this was an incredibly great performance from De Niro. I I I'd be equally happy with Downey or Gosling having an award uh-huh. coming out of this. I uh, so I, I I'll go Gosling. Gosling is my pick. Okay, just uh, because he is so he is so fundamental to the movie and to it's like instantly iconic performance. Yeah. Gotta reward it. This is he is a part of why Barbie is really good. Him and Margot Robbie and their things as Barbie and Ken. Oh, Those... Margot Robbie, but uh, best actress: <laughs> Annette Bening, Nyad, Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Huller, Anatomy of a Fall, Carrie Mulligan, Maestro, and Emma Stone. Four things. No Margot Robbie here. Um, who gets your pick here? Um, I. Lily Gladstone gets my pick. I. Uh pretty pretty firmly i think sandra huller is in second place in my mind i mm-hmm. uh, i think this category could have done with some better choices oh you mean uh, like uh oh i don't know sandra huller Greta lee past lives julie we drive his hear my feelings mara robbie barbie and i'm so important yeah this uh like Mario Robbie has to, has to be here. This is, you're you're all out of your minds. Yeah. You've you've lost the yeah. plot. Yeah. Uh, apologies to Annette Benning. The movie doesn't work. 
take it a step further. The movie doesn't get greenlit. It doesn't exist. Unless Margot Robbie is playing Barbie. It. That's it. Not even as a producer. And I, and I, I really hate to devalue it like this. She looks like the doll. That's I know. a huge <laughs> part of the movie. Like, can you imagine if they had like Dennis Quaid, like it just, or like a, any other woman? It, Emma Stone could not play Barbie. No, Emma, Emma Stone would Margot not have. Margot Robbie been. could play Bella Baxter. Yes, I, Emma Stone could have uh, emoted in the same way and given sure. the same perform or given a an equally good it's performance. The fact that she looks so much the, like. This this is why I'm on board with the uh, the adapted idea for Barbie is because it is so intrinsically tied to to this idea that we already have and Margot Robbie is in addition to being like absolute S tier like movie star in the sense of like giving a star performance not in the, not in the box office sense necessarily. But in terms of just being able to charismatically carry an entire project, Margot Robbie has that, like, 100%. Yeah. And also, yeah, she looks like Barbie. And that's she, she fucking... did it, and she's so... Right. And I, again, it's, I'm not saying that she should be here because she's beautiful and looks like Barbie. It's a huge part of why the movie works. She's also phenomenal. She's got the comedic chops. She's got the dramatic chops. She's got everything that you need for a movie. She's a movie star. Um, also, pick? like we can, like we can lose Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan was good in that movie. That's fine. Uh, good, yeah, we can. yeah uh, Greta Lee is missing from here as well. We, yeah, uh, Lily, Lily Gladstone is is the pick here. I feel like everyone's it's, gonna kill me. It's Huller for me. That's fine. I just think I keep going back. She has you guessing the whole time and feeling bad for her and. She looks, you just, you feel every ounce of her uncomfortableness, of people like, of every moment where that, 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 that other lawyer throws something at her and she doesn't have a response, you feel like your bones clatter. You're like, oh no, yeah. say something. Like, you just, she's so good and powerful and understated in that movie. Well, Lily is too, number two for me. Yeah. How would how would you currently? I'll I'll save this till we talk about actor. Okay, best actor: Bradley Cooper, Maestro, Coleman Domingo, Rustin, Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers, Killian Murphy, Oppenheimer, Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction. We have not seen Rustin yet. Uh, who's getting your pick? Um, my pick here. This is just like I I I'm so happy about both of the lead actor categories this year so so often they're basically sewn up uh, by now especially actress that happens a lot uh both of these are wide open I mean, not quite wide but like both of these have two things yes that could very conceivably happen Sag's gonna be real interesting i lead actor here for me like i how many people do you have to go to yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... I have it between two people as well, but it's not going to be one of the people you have between. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think it's I think it's Killian. I think it's it's so close with him and Giamatti, and I think I think I like I I like holdovers more, and I I think I think Killian just gives like kind kind of like Barbie. It's it's hard for me to separate. 
the importance of both of those movies to this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I think, I think Margot Robbie should be front and center in consideration for best actress. And I think that Killian Murphy it, like gave the defining male lead performance of the year. Wow. For me, it's between Jeffrey Wright and Paul Giamatti. I think Jeffrey Wright is, it's such a vehicle made for him. I love that he got it. He knocks it out of the park in that movie. It's a star performance. It's it's a blockbuster performance in a, a indie film. Uh, but it's 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 Paul. It's a role that only Paul Giamatti can play. He plays it to there's not a false or wrong note in that movie. I can I can watch him react to dialogue all day. That's the performance of the year, I think, for me. Yeah, I I agree. It's uh, yeah. It is it is it is really great. I I have no no objection. It's really by a by a razor thin margin. I uh, what if you if you had to put numbers on it right now? Yeah. Uh, and I want to do this for actor and actress. I yeah. uh, the actual award is between Murphy and Giamatti. Yes. I. Uh, how how are you breaking it down right now? 50-50, 60-40, 70-30? Like, what, I, I, what are I, your I thoughts? I really want to say the momentum swing for Paul. Yeah. I think that, you know, Oppenheimer getting the most nominations doesn't move the needle. It was expected to. Sure. Right? Holdovers getting all the things it got doesn't move the needle. It was expected to. Maybe the directing thing hurts. But, yeah, the Critics' Choice win. I think Killian wins BAFTA. But, I don't know, probably, but that's SAG. I mean, Giamatti's 52, he's been nominated only once before, he's respected, he's a character actor. You know, it's, I really, really hope this is not, I think there's not a better, he's not going to get a better chance than this. This is, this is the movie, this is the Giamatti. This is what we want from him, this is what we got from him. I, I say it's, I say it's like, maybe close to 60-40, but okay. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right that the like Giamatti's definitely building momentum now. I uh, can't tell if there's enough time left for him to do that. Like I for, think for him to build momentum, build to build enough momentum to get the edge oh, over if Killian. He, if he wins, what does Killian want? The Globe? So I don't. Giamatti. Okay. Giamatti won the Globe and the Critics' Choice. Killian didn't win the Critics' Choice. Giamatti wins SAG. I think it's over. All right, so you, you you don't think Killian Murphy has like clear front runner status right now? No, I okay. don't. I think that Giamatti slightly does. I think that we're I think that I'm underestimating Killian's appeal here, but I just haven't seen like the critics is the critics is back him up in that regard in the guilds. Um, so we'll see if he takes BAFTA or if he takes certainly if he takes SAG, it's over. But we'll see what happens. There. All right, uh, how about uh, how about an actress? That one between well, Stone and Gladstone. Well, I, I forgot what's going on with BAFTA, but we'll see. Let's let's leave BAFTA out of it because they're they okay. they seem they seem to have uh, fell, fallen and hit their heads. Okay. Right. Uh, SAG is so they both won the Globe. Yeah. Uh, Emma won the Critics' Choice. Flowers underperformed today. No DiCaprio, no screenplay. Uh, Poor Things performed about as expected. It got direct, got into director, which is big. Yeah. Got this, got the supporting actor, which is big. And she's the whole movie. 
She's won again. She's won already. Um, they can make history with Lily. So I think we're really deadlocked here. I think that it's it's real. I'm very kind of shocked the critics didn't go. Critics don't. The only thing that the Critics' Choice Awards, that's a weird perspective. Well, like, the only thing the Critics' Choice Awards affects here is televised uh, speeches. And just having that notch. But the, the voting doesn't overlap at all. It doesn't matter. Right. So SAG's a big thing. I think that if they go for whoever wins SAG will probably take it. I think it's deadlocked. I really do. I'm, I'm concerned it's more like 60-40 stone over Gladstone. I... And, like, I really don't want to be bummed when Emma Stone wins another Oscar because I think she's she's among our best movie stars and she should have many Oscars. But, like, come on now. (laughs) All right. Best director. We have uh, Justine Tree, Anatomy of a Fall, Martin Scorsese, Kills the Flower Moon, Chris Nolan. Oppenheimer, your girl's last, the most poor things, Jonathan Glazer, the zone of interest. Uh, who gets your pick off the bat? Um, this is... This is also a pick of, like... It's kind of... It's kind of I'm kind of also driven, driven by, like, who should have Oscars. Uh-huh. I, I think it's, like... Christopher Nolan clearly should have an Oscar. By the time his career is over, I uh, and this is a this is a great moment to do it. Mm-hmm. So like, if I if I'm actually in charge of giving out the Oscars, if they they fire their accountants and they're like Noah, do it, mm-hmm. I'm giving it to Christopher Nolan. Okay. If I'm just picking my winner in this category, I'm giving it to Scorsese. Okay, I'm going with Justine Tree. Yeah. It's, you know, Scorsese can do it in his sleep, and that doesn't diminish his impact. He's number two for me. Uh The command that she showed with pacing and suspense in that is crazy, and I think she did a wonderful job. I I completely agree. It's it's an incredibly good nomination. All right. Picture, American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Four Things, Zone of Interest. Uh, let's not say this, just in case the word we're going to say is our favorite movie of the year. That's a, that's for a later date. Sure. You know? Yeah, that's, uh... What's yeah. last on your list? Uh, la- last on my list right now is Poor Things. Me too. All right. Uh, this is, like... It's a good list, though. Th- hey, listen. The top seven? Can't complain. Yeah. I uh, this to me, like... Poor things, get out of here. Uh, Maestro, get out of here. I then I will stop naming titles. I have not seen Zone of Interest. No. I expect that to be a a high tier option. Yeah. And then from there, I've got uh, two movies that are really good. And then just kind of like the remaining five are. Excellent. It's one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, this is this is at I think at worst like two movies that I could do without, and like really I'm I'm fine. It's a good list. All right. Uh, some notes. Let's uh let's do a little recap of the nominations. 
film. So we had Oppenheimer, as I said, at 13. Uh, the second most. 13 films, I believe, have gotten 13 nominations or more. Uh, Poor Things has 11. Killers has 10. Barbie, 8. Maestro at 7. And then at 5, we had American Fiction, Anatomy, Fall, The Holdovers, and Zone of Interest. All right. Uh, some notes I have. John Williams. It's his 54th nomination. He's 91. He keeps his title as the oldest Oscar nominee. Uh, it is, this is the first time in history that three female-directed films have been nominated for Best Picture in uh, Barbie, Past Lives, and uh, Anatomy of a Fall. Cool. Emma Stone is the second woman in history to be nominated for Actress and Picture in the same year. Uh, the first time it happened was a couple years ago. Frances McDormand for Nomadland, I think? Yeah. Yeah. She won for both. She did. Uh, Lily Gladstone is the first Native American woman to be nominated for Best Actress, and she's the fourth Indigenous woman to be nominated for any acting Oscar. Very cool. Uh, you had the woman from Roma, someone from the 30s who I can't remember, and Keisha Cashel Hughes in 2003 for Whale Rider. Uh, Marty Scorsese is the oldest Best Director nominee in history at 81. He also has the most directing nominations uh, for a living director. Uh, he was tied with Spielberg. And now he has 10. And yet they don't like his movies. American Ferrer's nomination marks the first ever nominee of Honduran descent in any category. Uh, and uh, uh, Coleman Domingo's lineage marks the first time someone of Guatemalan descent was nominated in any category. Okay. It's the first time in history that two foreign language movies received five nominations each. That's cool. In uh, Anatomy of a Fall and uh, Zone of Interest. And four movies nominated in the Best Picture are, there are four movies nominated in the Best Picture that are partially not in English, which is also cool. Can you name them? I. Without looking. This year? Yeah, four. Okay. Uh, Anatomy of a Fall, Zone of Interest, Past Lives, uh, Killers, Little Flower Moon. And then finally, there are three or four comedies, depending on what you consider a comedy. Yeah, that's. American uh, Fiction. American Fiction Barbie. has funny. Barbie four has things. funny. And the holdovers. Yeah. Reminds me very in the last two, but the first two were straight comedies. With American fiction having some sad stuff in it, but it's a comedy. Sure. Yeah, I think that. He the, wants to call the book fuck. It's a comedy. <laughs> he does. I agree. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely primarily a comedy. And then finally, I, oh, and also uh, Ryan Gosling released a statement at some point about. Uh, um, the snub, yeah, Irwin, which was nice. Yeah, though I do. Uh, I saw our uh, our good friend and uh, occasional podcast guest Joe made this point. Uh, that this point, this point is often made. Uh, awards are a zero sum game. So you want you want Gerwig in. Who do you want out? Put that in your statement. Like I like we can sit here and say yeah, it, but sure. like I mean, this happens. Uh, Zach Lowe talks about this all the time too, and uh, on uh, NBA podcasts like people come out oh you didn't you didn't put carl anthony towns as an all-star like all right who's off the team yeah do you you have to include that or else leave me alone um there are four different couples nominated this year noah okay noah bombeck for writing barbie uh and they might have been they might be nominated for producing i don't know if noah produced it margot robbie and tom ackerley for producing barbie Chris Nolan and Emma Thomas for producing Oppenheimer, and Justine Tree and Arthur Harari for writing Anatomy of a Fall. That's very interesting. I'd never really considered that as something that could happen a bunch. That's 
right, and it did. Uh, and then I also want to point out um, that uh, I was talking to somebody about the nominations and uh, um, the no, it's okay, it's slandering. Oppenheimer, which I know is fine. Um, we, we haven't talked about Beekeeper yet. It's not stunning. Okay, I was talking with Joe about it. Yeah. And I said, isn't it ironic? You know, Joe's on this whole crusade about how Oppenheimer's not very good. I like it more than him, you know? But he's on this whole crusade. And I said, it's incredibly ironic that Nolan will finally get his Oscar by going against the con- conventions that made him the blockbuster director of our time. Uh-huh. Large-scale, PG-13, original stories. And settling into the conventions that garner awards attention. A fucking bias. Like he tried, he's like, "What if I gave you the biggest original blockbuster of all time, Inception?" And they're like, "No." What if I gave you a, a very uh, intimate uh, story about space and how vast it is and how intimate it is? No. What if I, what if I, what if I made a war? You love war movies. Yeah, I'll make. I'll make a war movie, but it's gonna be weird and interesting and and, and non. Linear and, and really focused in three parts, going to be three act structure. I'm going to mess with tone. Is that okay? And they said no. And he said, "What if I just made a biopic?" And I said, "Okay, all right." Yeah. <laughs> Them and everyone else. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Sure. Um, because it really it's just like you know. Anyway, uh, we haven't talked about the beekeeper. Because we haven't talked about box office duties. I had a bit about how it's called a franchise. Okay. So I have titles, and I want to mention them. Sure. So you got the beekeeper, killer queen. Right. The beekeeper, the wedding singer. Okay. The beekeeper, I married a wax murderer. <laughs> the beekeeper, Game of Drones. The beekeeper, protect your nectar. And the beekeeper, honey, I shrunk the kids. Those are, those are really good. I like yeah. that. Honey, okay, yeah. I was, I was waiting for the pun in that, and then I had to backtrack and got it. The honey, I shrunk the yeah. kids. Yeah. Someone recently can, said the beekeeper honey never sleeps on Twitter. I was like, yeah. Can I uh, can I add one to your list? Sure. Uh, the beekeeper hot buzz. That's good. Yeah. The beekeeper. That's all bee I have at this time. There you go. Anyway, you have a game. Uh, yes. Let's uh, let's close things off by playing a little Oscar game. Uh, it's our uh, one week uh, everybody's favorite game for one week. Who beat it? called who beat it i uh, going back through the big five oscar category and when i say big five i mean picture and the actors oh. uh, not doing director here uh there's been some regrettable choices the oscars uh, occasionally make regrettable choices uh and they come at the expense of better choices that everyone in the world wishes they would make but they refuse uh, so we're going to review some of these. Uh, I'm going to tell you who was competing, who should have won, uh, and I want you to tell me who beat them. Okay, so you're telling me, is this what category, or we don't know? So we're starting with Best Picture. Okay. I, so you're telling me who was nominated that year, who yeah, should have nominated, and then I tell you who won? I'm, yeah, I'm telling you that, for instance, in 2005... I yeah well, I've gone back uh, I've gone back to uh, the 2000s just for this one because I okay. wanted it to just be five uh, and also it's just a it's the classic modern uh, they picked that uh, Brokeback Mountain was competing 
We did this on our uh, other thing. Yeah, so that should that should help you with the uh, the second part of the game. Uh, yeah, Brokeback Mountain was competing for Best Picture this year. I think the the general consensus among movie heads is that that would be the best movie of that year. Uh, instead, it was awarded to Crash. Crash, yes, Crash got Best Picture, uh, which is tough. Didn't go well in retrospect. Sure. Uh, it turned out to be a pretty silly movie. Can you tell me the other three movies nominated for Best Picture that oh, year? Oh, my God, of course. Uh, Munich. Yes. Uh, good Night, Good Luck. Yes. And not Syriana. No. See, we watched it, too. Capote. No, yeah, yeah, Capote. yeah, it's Capote. Yeah. All right, good start. Woohoo! Uh, we are now moving on to... We should do Oscar games the whole award season. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. That's all I got. Uh, best actor. Uh, this is, is gonna. Year? No, no, it's New Year's every time. Uh, everyone in the movie-going world, I think, would have been better off if in 2018 they had just given Bradley Cooper the Oscar for A Star Is Born. <laughs> His performance in Jackson Maine was good, uh, and it would have made for his life to be better. He'd be at peace now. He could do whatever he wants uh, instead of aggressively pursuing the Oscar uh, and losing his tether on life. Uh, instead, they doomed Bradley Cooper by awarding... Rami Malek playing Rhapsody. That's absolutely correct. Uh, Rami Malek, which, again, the, the history of Best Actor, uh, not good. We'll, we'll leave that for a, a later discussion, but... Uh, past 10, 15 years, it's pretty, it's pretty tough, more often than not. Uh, can you tell me who else was nominated for you Best know, Actor really that year? I've really been thinking about it, and I don't know if I can. Okay. Off the top of my head. Uh, I need to get some movies. Uh, Christian Bale, Vice? Christian Bale, Vice. Okay. That's good. I got two more. Can you, are you? I'm sure you're already doing this in your head, but like, who who is contending in 2018? That's something. Yeah, I'm trying to think of this picture nominees. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's what I mean. Just like what movies were contending? Was. Yeah. Roma was. Right. That didn't have one. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, <laughs> A Star Is Born was. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was. Eighth Grade came out then. That was good. Um, Black Clansman's the next year. Most Fun Times the next year. I'll tell you, there's one real big juicy one that you're just leaving lying there. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, what do you mean? It was like a blockbuster film? Uh, yeah, I'm, I I don't recall the numbers offhand, but I'm sure it was uh, it was broadly successful. Uh, what other movies were competing for Best Picture? In 2018. Well, what one best picture? You tell me. I. Green Book? Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, Viggo Mortensen playing Tony Lip. Uh, the fifth one is not a contender for best picture. This movie, I would be surprised to find, was nominated for anything else. Oh, uh, Willem Dafoe? Yes. Van Gogh? What was that called? It's called Painting. At Eternity's Gates. Oh, 
Uh, yeah, there you go. That was see, that All was right. uh, that was strong. Took minimal uh, minimal hints. So you want to know I got there? It sure. Was, the Netflix screen here showed uncut gems. Okay. I was like, it wasn't Adam Sandler. I was like, the A twenty four, and I went to the White House. Then I got All right. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever works. Uh, okay, we're going on to Best Actress now. The only one of the five that is not a regrettable choice at winner, uh, but a a mirror of a regret this year. Margot Robbie was not nominated for Best Actress for Barbie. She was nominated for Best Actress for I, Tonya in 2017. Saoirse Lady Bird. But she could not overcome someone else. Saoirse Lady Bird nominated that year? No? No, I, I want the winner first. Uh, Francis, three billboards, yeah. 2017. The game is... I've already forgotten the name of the game. Who beat him? Who beat him? <laughs> uh, Saoirse Lady Bird. Yes. Um, uh, but it surprised you to learn that her uh, character's legal name in that movie is Christine McPherson. No, I mean, that sounds familiar. What the fuck is this name? I can't think of her name. Sally Hawkins. She yes. Water. That's correct. You're at four. Yeah, one, one, more. one more that I expect will be a tough one. Yeah. I think this is one of those movies that once you know the answer, you're like, oh, right. But has really kind of been lost to time. A lot of hype going into this movie. Like, just you look at the, you look at the call sheet. We obviously saw it. We did see it. We obviously didn't like it. I recall it was good. Oh really? Like I I, I wouldn't go any higher than good. Oh, it maybe wow. maybe in the moment it was like, oh yeah, that was good. But like I'll need some clues here. Okay. I uh, big name. In a movie that uh Was that first nomination? No. So it's Meryl Street. No, one close, the wife. That was the next year. Was I right with Meryl Streep? Uh, oh, uh, you tell me. No, um, Foster Jenkins. No. That was the previous year. Damn. <laughs> the Post, there it is. Yeah, it's Meryl Streep in the Post. Post yeah. Would it surprise you to learn that her character's name in that movie is Catherine Graham? Not yet. Um... <laughs> Out, outside of saying not yet a bunch, as we are want to do, have you thought about the post at all since 2017? I think maybe when people mention like Spielberg yeah. recently or something. Yeah. All right. Well, you're crushing it so far. That's three for three. Certainly in your book. Okay. Uh, here, this award could have gone to any number of uh, any number of picks, but I think this would have been a great time. Ooh, that's a, that's, that's probably that's probably too too tough of a clue. So instead, no, we'll uh, we'll pivot away and we'll say in 2010, uh, the appearance of a bright shining star of a young actress. How exciting would it have been to see Haley Steinfeld awarded for True Grit? Who did she beat? But instead, she was defeated uh, in a personal affront to you. What are you talking about? Why? 
Why? You don't like the woman that won very Whoa. much. How you dare think, you? I like everybody. You think she's bad at acting. What? I like everybody. <laughs> uh, you don't like the team behind Oppenheimer very much. I do. What do you mean, why? Because like they Nolan. made a movie you didn't like. I love Christopher Nolan. Interstellar. You don't like everybody. Are they in Oppenheimer? No. No, she is not an Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah, yeah, Melissa Leo. <laughs> you don't like everybody. Melissa Leo for the fighter. Oh, why do you gotta fight so much? Please stop fighting. As a direct quote. Uh, <laughs> Melissa Leo did win for the fighter that year. I gotta fight, Ma. I gotta. Who else was nominated for Best Supporting Actress in 2010? <laughs> Julianne Moore. No. Uh, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> um, all right, 2010 was the year that the artist. Well, oh, uh, Bernice Bougeau, was she nominated for the artist? Uh, that is the following year. She was, but oh. that was 2011. Oh, Helena Bonnet Carter. Yes, there you go. Um, so, King Speech, Social Network, no. One of them you're going to need a clue on. Too One of them you should be able to get know. with information that you already have said. I've said uh, someone already? You have not said their name, but you have... I said the movie they were in? Yeah. What? <laughs> there wasn't anybody else in the King speech. No, oh, there Andy wasn't. Adams, <laughs> the, Andy Adams and the fighter. Please tell me you're fighting. I've been trying to tell them to stop fighting. Whoa. I was going to give you Amy Adams at the start. Like, wouldn't it be a great time for Amy Adams to get her Oscar? But I was like, well, I can't just give you the fighter because then you'll have the fighter. Uh, yeah, so one more. Uh, the one from the fighter was nominated. <laughs> this one. Christian Bale won that year for the fighter. Yeah. Uh, Bale and Wahlberg I thought were really good. I remember liking Amy Adams. Not to mention on Lily Tomlin. <laughs> Uh, all right, this last one is a movie that I don't know that you've seen. Whoa! Uh, you probably have, since uh, I, I bet you were just like, like, oh, that was nominated for an Oscar. Why would like, I have I'll watch seen that. it? I just, I don't know that it would have come across your all radar. Right, give me some clues, man. Uh, it has since been adapted into a television show. This was awarded one of our B sides, uh, the originals. <laughs> Not that one. Oh. Different television show. Uh, I think it does air on TNT along with The Lincoln Lawyer. Of course I've seen Jackie Weaver in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Wonderful performance. There you go. I mean, I like that. Maybe that, that doesn't seem like you something like, that... like that movie. I bet I would. Yeah. It's like a family and they do crimes. Yeah, mob stuff. Yeah, yeah man. In Australia. I didn't even know it was in Australia. Oh, for sure it's in Australia. That's, uh, yeah. Doing crimes. <laughs> I'm the animal kingdom's wife. <laughs> All right, and let's close out with the most regrettable choice of all. Whoa. I uh, in 2013 we saw the breakout performance of a man no one had uh, heard from before or really since, but. Uh, captured the hearts of everyone and uh, will live on forever as a meme template. 
uh, Barkad Abdi oh, in okay. Captain Phillips. Poor guy. Uh, incredible performance. He was just in the curse, I think. Was he? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad he's still around. Uh, he could have won. He had all the momentum in the world. But instead, he lost to... What year? 2013. 2013. Christoph? No. Now, re- remember, uh, among the most regrettable acting awards given out in the this, this millennium, probably? Why? I know... Everything about it has aged as poorly as possible. Whoa, for a supporting performance? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, Jared Leto, Dallas Buyers Club. Jared Leto, Dallas Buyers Club. Got it. Jared Leto getting an Oscar at all. We would like that to not have happened. Fastbender's in there for 12 Years a Slave. That's correct. Uh, and I'll meet some... Is that Lincoln year? Uh, Link... No. No, that was the year previous. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see. A. Uh, oh man. Russell? Both of these guys. Not. Uh... <laughs> Real white there. <laughs> well, I was about to say no, and then I read the movies, and there's, there's nothing else for me to say. But yeah. American uh, Russell. Yeah. Uh, so Cooper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Brad Cooper giving a great performance in that movie. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing about David O. Russell movies is for a brief moment in time before everyone, and by everyone I guess I just mean like us and some other people kind of understood that he sucks ass. Yeah. Uh, he was he was making good uh, movies yeah, sure. in a Silver row. Silver Linings, I think, I think The Fighter's fine, but I like American Hustle. Yeah, he, he, was, he was on his game in the sure. early to mid-2010s. And then he started making bad movies instead. And he made joy. And yeah, thank thank God he did. And we can just wipe our hands of that. Um, All right, you got one more, which at the time was, I believe, a real uh, not quite against type, but like not the kind of guy you see often in serious movies. Oh, uh, oh, oh Foxcatcher. Carell? No, but you're it's a, a you're on the right track there. Remember you're looking for for er, supporting here. Yeah, I guess Carell was the Perhaps. Um I don't know, a few more. Alright. This is not a movie that in retrospect uh, is really kind of the Academy's thing. They weren't like to, like they'd want to nominate this movie for a bunch of stuff, and they did. Let's see how quickly I can do this. Give me one other movie that person's been in. Uh, this person has been in? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hmm. How to do this without completely giving up the game. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to, uh, yeah. Look them up. Uh, because, like, any other... Any movie I give you where it's, like, clear that they're in it, you'll be like, oh, that guy, of course. Uh, so I gotta find something where he's in, like... Just give me his fucking filmography, you bastards. Sam and Jane. 
You fucking bastard. I despise the way that Wikipedia has, like, ex actor's career. And then it's like, well, early on, he was in the. Yeah, and then you have to click on a separate thing. Uh, It's like, what? You're out of your mind. Well, no, but that's the problem, is because so often they'll have that for, like, Mark Rylance or whatever. And uh, it's just like, this guy's not been in that. Is it Mark Rylance? It's not. Uh, that was a cool award that he got, though. Uh, this guy was in... Uh, let's say... I'm very excited. Okay, all right, here we go. I'll, this I'll, is fun. It's in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Steve Carell, no. Uh, Russell Brand, no. Jason Segel. Jason Segel, the end of the tour? No. Uh, he was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall as what? A cameo? Joe Hill Moneyball. Joe Hill yes, Wolf but Wall Street. No. <laughs> there you Jonah go. Joe Hill Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, Joe Hill Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> that is correct. All right. That's, That's it. Uh, yeah. That was a... Uh, Two Oscar-themed games for the All Awards season. What all right. Uh, this? <laughs> That's, That's an incredibly hurtful question. It's been two weeks. I know. It has. It's a new game. Uh, where it's the opening weekend based on what's high at the box office that weekend. Oh, yeah, sure. That's fine. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm not going to do them every weekend. There's only so much I can think of. But I'll bring back another uh, award game or two as we go Oscar on. Recommend an Oscar nominee. All right. Uh, that's true. Uh, you all, I think the one that best toes the line between should see and most likely to have not seen yet is Anatomy of a Fall. That's what's going to be my pick as well. I think that's, that's kind of the, like, the key movie of the award season that isn't Oppenheimer or Barbie or Poor Things. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, check it out. It's so good. All right, please, All right, you can find us at whatsintheboxoffice.com. We are on Twitter at WitBoxOffice. It is also our Instagram handle. I'm on Twitter at Noah Drukey. I'm at Brian DeServer, D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R. Uh, of course, the feed, to, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere Feedcast. podcasts are found. Uh, we are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, we are actually nominated for the uh, podcast Oscars. Yeah. The uh, Franks. Oscars. Oh, Franks. Yeah, they're the Franks. Franks. Uh, named after Frank Podcast. Uh, congratulations to us on our in- incoming win. We'll be sure to keep you informed. Uh, that that actually does air on TBS. Will we be back next week? I don't know. I gotta look at the schedule. But guess what? Oh boy. Uh, well, listen, it's gonna be another dead weekend. Then we got uh, Argyle, and we, the next big movie, so. we suddenly have a lot of Oscar movies to watch. So yes, perhaps we watch. will take some PTO. And catch up. Um, we'll find out. We'll see. And you'll find out next week. This has been What from the Box Office. I've been your Friday. And I've been your host Noah. Whenever we see you, that'll be when we see you. And until then, go see a movie.